You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 157, recorded October 9, 2022. The topic for this episode is Shatter Suns Part 2. I'm going to be your host this time. I am Elemist. Hi, I'm Orchid. Otherwise known as Carpet Grandma. Uh, <laughs> you have no context for that. <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> uh... I think that's all the context they need. Uh, <laughs> no, so what a fucking way to start an episode. <laughs> so I hate you so much. I know. So before starting recording, Orchid and I were talking, and she wants to go for. Don't even explain it. Don't even explain it. Do the information first. Don't explain okay. it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, podcast info. Let we, the marinade carpet grandma for a while. We encourage feedback, I think. That can be sent to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore, at hey it's orchid, or at I underscore am underscore elemist. Uh, you could probably email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. Uh, you can also leave us a five-star review wherever you find the podcast. Do they want to, though? I don't know. Do they, Carpet Grandma? <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> um, so, if anybody would like to jump into our Discord, there's plenty more zany stuff that happens in there like this. Um, the invite is down in the episode description. But if you want to type it out, it's discord.gg slash lorehub. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps, and we appreciate it greatly. Thank you so much, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Finger guns. Uh, you can also possibly find our info on the Norla... Wow. TheLoreNetwork.com, alongside many impressive lore content creators. Yeah. I'm having troubles tonight. That's okay. Uh, so, this week at Guardians of Lore, the Twoggle... Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a TWAB that had some cool weapons Q&A. Yeah. So, like, I highly suggest go read it. Yeah. All the all the weapons people, like, that that do all the weapons tuning in the game um, were able to answer some uh, highly anticipated questions, apparently, that the community have had. Uh, it's very neat. So, if you want to go read some of them, it wasn't just Chris Proctor answering the questions. But um, we did actually have confirmation that the Nutbush dance is coming to um, uh, emote near you in a couple of seasons. I'm very excited and I know I'm not going to explain myself. So we're just going to move on. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So excited. Um, We there were a couple of uh, nerfs that happened that were like quiet, silent nerfs. During a hotfix that the community lost their fucking minds over. Oh, my God. 
I'm going to talk. We have two points written down. I'm going to talk about the second one first, and then we'll talk about the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, Eager Edge was nerfed, and no one knew about it because it wasn't in any patch notes. All of a sudden, the hotfix came out, and now you can only use Eager Edge once, regardless if you crafted it or not. Because if you crafted it and you had the enhanced perk, you could use Eager Edge twice or three times if you were really quick with it. And that was the reason to get it crafted. So you could use Eager Edge multiple times and Swords Gate with it. But now it has been fixed. And their argument was like, oh, well, it was breaking parts of the game. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. Like, you guys just like to wreck fun, apparently. So, like, was it really? Like, in order to do that, you have to be really, really good at sword skating. Mm-hmm. Like, really good at it. It's not easy. And so I think they just really didn't want people to get into areas that you're not supposed to that could be it i guess and because Um, they haven't put up invisible walls and they don't want to go back and fix them that's the other thing that i was going to bring up because i know i saw a few uh day one players doing that for king's fall yeah i know for a fact a couple of my friends did that in day one like going into areas they weren't supposed to but i mean when you have stasis where you can climb walls, like literally climb walls with grenades and then sword skate off of things, like what do you expect is going to happen? You know? Yeah. Like don't give us grenades we can jump off of. That's your own fault for creating that. I I agree with that. You made your bed. So lie in it. This is your fault. This isn't our fault. Like, don't give us toys and then say you can't actually play with these. Or taking them away from you. It, it, or I mean, like, hire the people that break the game the most. Honestly. Yeah. Like, they say they have, like, oh, we have a crack team of cheesers that we call Velveeta. Like, they've talked about that before and, like, a twab a long time ago. Yes. And I'm talking, like, a year ago, two years ago, they talked about it. But I think the last time they mentioned them was a year or two ago. Yeah, a year or two ago, they're like, oh, yeah, like Team Velveeta, like crack team of cheesers. Hilarious name, by the way. But like, if you're going to do that, actually find out who's breaking the game the most in the community and be like, hey, so you're breaking the game way more than our guys are. Do you want to contract work for us? Maybe because our guys are obviously not breaking the game like you are. It will pay you to break the game because a lot of people in what in hacking do that, like white hack hacking, have bounties for shit like that. Yeah. Like break the game. Like here's a hundred bucks. There there are bug bounties. Mm-hmm. Like that is the whole purpose of them is, oh, you found this this issue. Here's a hundred bucks. Now we can address mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I mean, in osu my favorite game um we have bounties for a different reason it's complete this map this beat map with like certain mods or certain qualifiers and like do it and get the number one score or the first high score or be the first person to beat it and then you have to have certain you have to have like a camera on your hands and you have to have your play either be live or uploaded to youtube to fulfill all the requirements and you get paid like hundreds of dollars to do this. Yeah. Like bug bounties are, are 
lucrative if you're good enough. Yeah. And so like if you can do that, um, the number one player like just like finished a bounty and it was like seven hundred dollars or something or six hundred and fifty dollars over the weekend. He just did that. So Emrek just got like another like high score on something. Not surprising at all. This fucking 15 year old. <laughs> 16 year old. Jeez. Wild. Yeah, he's wild to watch. He's so crazy. But I mean, do that. Invite the people who break the game the most to break the game some more and then give them money for it. Easy. Because, I mean, if you're going to do that and surprise people and not tell them about it, that's kind of shitty. And I don't know if someone just like dropped the ball and forgot to tell people. But uh, don't do that. Don't forget to tell people. That's the shittiest way to do it. Yeah. Like it, it just. It makes people feel bad. Or like this one that came up that also made people feel bad, which was the divinity nerf. Yeah. Right when everyone was feeling really bad about it and having big old arguments about it online, they decided, oh, hey, do you know what we're going to do? We're going to nerf it right now in the middle of everyone feeling really mad about it to make it look like the guy who was talking about it, who we're not going to name on here because we don't name and shame. They decided to nerf it from 30% debuff to a 15% debuff, which it still is useful, but I mean, not as much. You could probably right. tether and do that now. Or use the grenade one. The void grenade. Oh, that... oh um, yeah. yeah, the boot cannon. Yeah. Well, no, like a boot cannon does it as well, but like, I don't know what the actual modifier is for the grenade that weakens enemies. Oh, the devour grenade one or the void can it's it's in the void subclass oh and, yeah and i don't know and it's a cross i don't run void anymore right oh, how many times must i save you chuckle fucks suppression you're talking about suppression christ you think they never played hunter before i don't know what the actual numbers are for it but like that might be a viable option as well for some of the right. lower enemies yeah yeah so divinity was nerfed and everyone was like oh so it's this guy's fault because he decided to talk about it and then the nerf came out like two weeks later after everyone you know got distracted and stopped talking about it and then all of a sudden it was nerfed and people were like oh it's your fault I'm like, that's not how nerfs work. They must have been working on it for ages. You can't just, like, go and nerf something. Right. Like, that's not how that works. You have to do it, and then you have to test it for weeks. At a minimum. To make sure you did it right. Like, you have to pass it down to the testers, and then you have to test it, like, in Crucible and in PvE if they didn't separate it out over the course of both sandboxes. If they did, like, a blanket debuff you know and that's at a minimum like that's that's assuming that that's something that gets pushed out quick yeah it's not easy you you can't just like hit a button and be like done right bam and and nailed it, it. like what i'm getting at is i mean it, saying that it takes weeks that's assuming that it's a something that is actively you know that needs to be pushed out like a bug or something yeah 
It's not like they have bugs that they're working on as well as weapon nerfs, as well as weapons for like several seasons from now, as well as like pulling weapons from D1, I'm sure that they're still pulling and working on. Like they have a ton of things in the works. Like you can't just assume that they're just gonna be like, oh yeah, people were talking about this. Yeah, we got to nerf it. Fuck these people. No, right. No, like, that's not that's how stupid. it works. Don't be dumb. That's not how it works. He must have been working on it. It was just really bad timing on this poor guy. Like, I feel so bad for him. Everyone is just like dumpstering him because people are stupid. I personally think he's a gatekeeping piece of shit, but that's just my opinion. Whatever. I'm sure he's perfectly nice. Right. I don't know him. And I just don't like gatekeepers. And I'm I'm right there with you. Like I, a lot of what he says is very gatekeeping, and I do not like that. Like I specifically go out of my way to teach people things. Everyone should be allowed to play. Exactly. And it should be. I like Divinity because it allows more people to play and have fun, and makes the idea of you being this all powerful space wizard essentially kind of a reality because it lets you get through the raid a little bit faster if they didn't want you to they shouldn't have made the gun right i'm sorry and i'm right there with you like it's the same thing with a lot of other guns like don't make them just don't do it exactly like if if the gun being present in the game is an issue you should shouldn't have made it in the first place i they get caught up on things i think and they're like man how great would it be if we had like a wormy grenade launcher that talked to you and just did like fucking bonkers amount of damage i mean no one really uses it so because it's just kind of meh but what if it did the stupidest amount of damage ever (laughs) Like, the grossest amount of damage. <laughs> you know? And and What if it was... Yeah. What, I mean, like, when everyone was using grenade launchers in Riven... <laughs> yeah. That short amount of time, like, what if that came back, but it was, like, wormy grenade launcher? And so, what if they're like, but that? And then that became such a problem that that's the only gun everyone had to use... Like, you had to use it in everything. And then they're like, shit, we have to nerf this gun. Why did we even put it in the game? Yeah. But they made it, like, too powerful. It's like, oh, but (laughs) when it explodes, like, everything it touches, like, debuffs everything 100% or something. It's like, like. And I kind of feel like that happens much more often than they want. I think it's they try to change the sandbox and they don't think about the what happens when they change a sandbox because they knee jerk their way into changing it they're like people aren't using sidearms let's buff them 40 percent yeah and also make them like (laughs) anti-barrier like (laughs) buffing sidearms and then giving them anti-barrier like made them really stupid Anti-barrier sidearm was the goat for a while. It's like it's little things like that. But if you learn 
how to break the game and people will figure it out. People in the community are really, really smart. And if you give them the ability to break it, they will do it. Yes. And I think having these small teams of weapons makers and these small teams of Bungie, Bungie hires like the best people. If you work at Bungie, like good for you, man, you are like the cream of the crop. The tippity tippity top, like you are the big dick on the playground. <laughs> like, yeah, they're not going to hire stupid people. It is so hard to get a job at Bungie. I know 100 people that have applied there and like I know like 10 people that work there. Yeah, Good job. Hell, like I, I applied there and didn't get it. It's very hard to work there. Yeah. Even if you like have people that work there that give you like like a lot of encouragement and like tell other people that work there. No, you have to hire this person. It's still really hard to get a job there. It's very, very hard. Like. It's it, they still like can only get all the data like once the entire community starts doing it. And that's just the unfortunate way that games work. Like they're not going to see the whole picture until like everyone starts doing it and they'll be like, oh shit. Like this was, this was bad. This is how people are doing it. Like it reminds me of that poor girl, like that poor girl's TikTok of like, she cuts out all the shapes in the top of like the uh, shape box and has all if you're you know what i'm talking uh -huh. about and she has all the wooden pieces and she's like she's like oh yeah the square it goes to the square hole and you just like you here's a circle the hole. where does it go the square hole that's right in the square hole here's a uh -huh. triangle where would that uh -huh. go yeah this the triangle hole it just goes straight in the square hole it's okay. like we have the arch. The arch. The arch. You guessed it. The arch. It goes in the square oh, hole. It's like, yeah, you should have thought about that. Because if you're going to cheese it, they will. And it's the same thing. I mean, people are going to we're going to find out an easy way to do it. Because if there's one thing video game players do, this is any game. Osu has the same fucking problem. Let me tell you something. We just had something called every single every six months. They have a meta change also. And you're like, OK, Orchid, how does someone who clicks circles have a meta change? Because there's only so many ways you can click circles. There isn't. There are so many ways you can click circles, my friend. I, I figured that it would be like tempo changes or. Uh, uh they're all songs we can't can't change tempos in a song it's a song but it's the way the maps are set up because they're set up by people but you can give points you can weight the points more based on like how the patterns look so if jump maps are weighted more like all those circles that are really spaced far apart mm -hmm. so your aim has to be really good versus those like sweeping maps that have lots of designs on them are weighted not as much or your aim has to be really good when you're doing those designs versus like oh i went out a little bit so it's not weighted as much now so those those points change like every six months and so now everything is weighted differently every map gets changed a little bit they get like reworked Okay. So everything, every map is re-ran through a computer and the points are changed just a little bit. And people who haven't played get like pulled out of the system and 
all of your points either get boosted or reduced and it's the whole community loses their fucking minds. So it's just like destiny, but with circles. <laughs> like, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> it's very stressful. I gained like 66,000 rank in one day <laughs> because I'm very, very good at aiming <laughs> because of destiny. In Call of Duty. I mean... And Aim Lab, which I am a shill for. But, um, yeah, so I gained a ton of rank. So, <laughs> go me! <laughs> Yay! So I went from uh, 401,000 to uh, 324,000 in, in one day. Damn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was pretty great. Um, easiest rank gain I've ever had. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. What have you been doing? In or outside of Destiny? Uh, in Destiny, um, I'm actually almost done with my Reaper grind. I am just... Congratulations! I'm just nine tier three containments away. And I still don't have all the weapons. Like... The, Oh my god. They introduced so many weapons last season that I just, I kind of just looked at them and went, meh. Like, I'll get them when I get them, or I won't. Oh well. I got the ones that matter to me. It's so hard. I mean, I wanted to get Reaper because my friend worked on it, and I, oh my god, I'm just like, oh. Like, I'm, I'm almost there. I am nine away. <laughs> The tier three part was so hard. Well, and like, so, so what I'm doing is every time I log into the game, I go run one or two. That's actually not bad. If I find a group that is good and is staying, I'll sit as long as, as like, I'll ride that wave as long as it'll go. Um, but like, I just, every time I log in, I just go run one or two. And then once a week, I will also do the the opulent key so that I can try and finish off the opulent weapons for crafting. Are you trying to craft all of them? No. I'm just trying to unlock them just in case I want to try them later. Oh, yeah. Because they are going to go away at the end of the year. So I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if the weapons themselves are going to go away or if it's just that they're going to get rolled into the world loot pool. I think they're tied to that. And I think they're tied to it. I think they're going away. Possibly. It, all I know so. is I've gotten a few season of the, the lost weapons mm -hmm. this season. And like, it kind of threw me off for a moment. Yeah. I've been doing master knife falls and master catch crashes lately in game. And how's that going for you? It's it's really confusing because I don't do like higher level stuff. Usually I do like basic bitch things. I'll be like, yeah, I'll do crucible. <laughs> Lol. Right. Like, and like I'll, I'll roam. I'll do patrols like that's like my destiny experience lately it, like that's what i'll usually do it it almost seems like you and i have swapped places there i feel like we have yeah because now i'm like who wants to do a master catch crash 
And I'm sitting... And I'll, like, roll into a, a voice chat and people will be like, yeah, okay. And I'm sitting here like, all right, I'm going to log on, do the story, done. Yeah, <laughs> done no, I'm just week. like... I did a bunch of Master Nightfalls over the weekend. I got so much stuff because it's double... Um, it's double yeah. whatever it is. Double Nightfall, whatever, but it's Glassway. And I'm like, ugh. Glassway sucks, man. Glassway's terrible. Because you gotta hide in those little rooms and like funnel them to you. And mm -hmm. it's just like it's only pain. I'm glad it wasn't um a grandmaster because that would have been the worst. Oh, it is the worst. It would have not been good for me. It, it would have taken hours to get through it. No, thank you. It is the worst <laughs> because chickens <laughs> come into those little it. areas. No, yeah. And it's oh, it's god awful. I got stuck in one of those little areas and a chicken came in. We call them emus. Um, an <laughs> emu came in and I got absolutely ganked by one because it just like foot punched me right in the face. <laughs> and then I was dead. <laughs> so, yep. I was like, I'm in a well. This is so not fair. <laughs> and the people watching. No, Michael. No, no, Michael, no, this is so not fair. <laughs> no, Mikey, no, no, Mikey, that was so not right. The people watching, I've been streaming in Discord lately because I've just not been streaming on Twitch. They're, people who don't subscribe to you on Twitch get like nine ads now. And I'm like, nope. So if you want to watch me stream, I stream in Discord. And no ads in Discord. And it's free. So... <laughs> I feel like I've gone backwards because I used to stream in Discord before I streamed on Twitch. And now I just like went back to doing that. I mean, regression. So, <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, I'm having I'm having a lot of fun. So well, and fine. that's what matters. Yeah, it's good. It's fun. But yeah, uh, Master Nightfalls crazy. <laughs> it's fun. I've been getting so much stuff. It was DFA week, too. Hmm. I love DFA. Like, oh, DFA is so good. Right. But I miss the original. Um, I miss the original strike for it. I miss Mercury. Man, I miss Mercury so much. I don't know how to respond to that. Wow. Wow. Um, because you're dead to me. Because like, I don't miss Mer Mercury. Like, it was. I loved the Mercury strikes. The strikes Man. were good. The strikes were good. The infinite forest was good. The roaming mercury was good because you could find yellow bars so easily. Like, and there is that one really, really short lost sector that you could do lost sector stuff really quickly. And and mercury was great. And that's fair. It was just brother Vance was there. You I, could dance on the table right in front of him. It was just I. Whenever I had other thing like any. I never went to Mercury to farm anything unless it specifically said to go to Mercury. Oh. Like, that's what I'm getting at is I had better ways of doing things. Oh, or, yeah. Or that makes sense. It, not necessarily better, but like more enjoyable for me. Mm hmm. So, like, I never spent any time on Mercury except for the strikes. Yeah. I liked the lot. I mean, I liked Mercury. I liked the. Um, I don't know. I I liked Mercury. I liked 
running around. I didn't like the fact that you couldn't use your sparrow. <laughs> for like years. The longest time until they're like, oh, sorry, we enabled sparrows finally in like the last year of being able to be It wasn't even the last year. It was the last half a year because they did it uh, as Mercury was going away. Yeah, they did. I forgot about that. Uh, that was so annoying. Like, they literally did it uh, as it was going away. God. Didn't hate that. We do have an update. Festival of the Lost starts the 18th of October for some reason. Why is it so late? <laughs> Here I want to get my spook on, and it's not even until the 18th. Yeah. This episode will be out by the time. It won't even be out by the time it starts. We're still gonna have another week. Yeah. Elmas, what are we gonna do? I need to get my spook on. <laughs> Go heck? to Spirit Halloween. Oh my god, I can't go to Spirit Halloween because then I'm going to want to buy like a 10 foot tall skeleton and do things with it. <laughs> and what am I going to do with it? I don't know. And I don't think I want the answer. The answer is probably <laughs> put it in the tree out in front of my house and then my neighbors will be like, this is a homeowners association and orchids putting a, a giant skeleton in the tree then my partner is going to be like, the fuck is that thing? I'll be like, a giant skeleton. I'll be like, take it back. Take it back. It's okay. He doesn't listen to this podcast, so he doesn't know that I said that. <laughs> he only listens to like Destiny Massive Breakdowns. You know, podcasts by his friends. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this one. It's fine. Anyway. <laughs> my feelings aren't hurt. <laughs> Before this podcast turns into couples counseling. Um, <laughs> Lore Network ad. Lore Network ad. Let's go. Okay. The Lore Network. Even in the darkest of places, the light will always find a way through. If you're like me, then perhaps you're looking for a more in-depth conversation about Destiny Law. Welcome back, Guardians. My name is Samlab, and I craft bite-sized cinematic law videos. So join me each week as I journey through some of Destiny's greatest mysteries. You can find me on youtube.com forward slash Samlab. Stay safe and Godspeed. So, brief intro to the topic. This book is earned from two different sources. Five entries are obtained by listening to various audio at the end of the preservation mission. Fish car. And the remaining are obtained from a puzzle in the sunken pyramid, which is only accessible through the preservation mission or the raid Vow of the Disciple. Mm -hmm. It's one entry per puzzle completion per instance. So there's no way to double up on the entries unless you just back out of the instance and then jump back in. And if you want the first half of this book, go back and listen to episode 156. So or can you I th Yeah. Thought you could uh, I thought you had to have all six people there to do the puzzles now cuz they fixed it. I have no clue. I got mine ages ago. And I haven't really I'm been on 
in the last like season or two. I'm pretty certain they patched it. So you have to have all six people there to do the puzzles now. So I think you have to do it in the raid. Well, and, and even like, even before that, like it was three people. It was only like th three or four symbols. So like if. I don't know. I don't know if people try it in the preservation mission. Still let us know if it still works there. And not doing it in the raid, but I'm pretty certain you have to do it in the raid now, which sucks because then you have to start the raid over if you want to do it again. Well, no, actually, you can just get the first, like, get the checkpoint at the first encounter and then just travel backward. Oh, can you? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. As long as everybody can get up into, you know, back into the way they, they came out. Oh, I don't know if they can. <laughs> that's the key there. That would require a lot of dexterity on some people. I know a lot of people who would not be able to do that. That's that's the key there. Yeah. No, that's hard. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, let's read. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you uh, remember from last week, uh, I am reading as Rolk and Elemis is reading as the witness. Correct. Yay. Just so you know, it's not just one person reading. Uh, this is isolated. Stop. Why? I don't want to do this. I don't want to relive this. Most would die for the opportunity to retread their greatest moments. Great moments end in triumph, not mass extinction. In the end, what mattered? The end? No, no. We are so very far from the end. You are not yet ready to taste true glory. You may not yet be familiar with the concept of metamorphosis. But we assure you, you are experiencing it right now. You were once free to roam your little box, but lacked wings to fly out of it. And so you grew them, the little larva that you were, wrapped in a cocoon. Now you need only cut yourself from it. But to do so, you must leave behind that which made you weak, retaining only that which makes you strong. But my world shattered. Recreated here, for you. Reformed all around me every painstaking detail the suns the abyss the regime lubre every painful memory my clan my family cloa clan father kisa clan mother kita sister Vruna, mother. Raelic, father. Their heads in my hands. Love for them made you weak. Power over them made you strong. Upon reflection, you are filled with regret. Believe yourself to be under the spell of the regime. Believing your actions in their tenure to be wrong. But morality... Oh dear Rulk, 
is subjective. subjective. And, and now that you are all that remains of Lubre, isn't it time you made the rules? Isn't it time you looked back upon your life with pride? After all, your actions brought you to us. And only we can help you emerge from your cocoon. We? What even are you? We are your salvation. We are your judgment. And soon, we will be your witness. Oh, that gave me shivers. Right? We will be your witness. Oh, the icky. Yeah, the way I said it like that, that, that uh, made it me cringe a little. Oh, gross. Like, this had a lot of witness in it. I like that. So, yeah. Rolk, we talked last week about how Rolk was forced into a whole, if you can't beat them, join them kind of thing like he didn't want to be with them with this we, we used a lot of star wars references we did and i think he was like forced into being a stormtrooper i think it's how we we put it uh, a bounty hunter bounty hunter okay he was forced into being a bounty hunter um but he didn't want to relive the memories and the witness was forcing him to relive these memories and he still is forcing him to and it's like wearing him down I, it's yeah. becoming very stressful yeah it is like this interrogation technique or um i don't know like what this i i guess like therapy session is what you could liken it to but it's not though because he's not the witness is not a friend what would you liken this to this entry specifically is full-on manipulation like yeah he stopped being the therapist cult leader and now he's full-on cult leader like he sees rolk as a a new toy that he can build up and use however he or it wants. And that's that's where I see Rolk's story going, is that the witness is going to build Rolk up. And because he Rolk was built up, he's going to trust the witness completely. It's really unfortunate that Rolk was built up in this way. And then just like you can see him slowly you can see the cracks forming in him right like with every reading that we do because you can see him kind of crumbling within himself like i don't think he was like he was a bad person but i didn't think he was like that bad of a person but like you're seeing kind of like a bad person being led to do something like really terrible right and and that's exactly it. Like he wasn't completely a bad person. Like he he did a few bad things, but like he wasn't too far gone until the witness came up. I mean, I'm just remembering the reading from last week of him just like ripping that like poor little hamster thing apart. 
And like having that kind of like anger in you isn't something that can be put there by somebody like that has to just like be in you, I think. Yeah. And and like I'm specifically looking at it from the fact of like no person is unredeemable. Yeah. And I, I know that that's an ideal way of looking at it. Right. And it's, it's like very sunshiny to think that Rolk is redeemable. I mean, it, yeah. Rolk is strong, like whether he realizes it or not. And he doesn't need the witness in order to gain such strength. Yeah. So far, we've we've seen him gaining all that strength on his own, not because the witness is is giving him power or anything. That's like true. it's all self gained. So like if he wanted to be a different person, a, a better person, like Rolk could. I don't know. I do like the final line of the "We are sal- your salvation. We are your judgment." That gave me shadow I mean, keep chills. Like that yeah. was. We've heard that before. Yeah. We heard that when we were standing in the flower field looking at ourselves. So, I mean, it leads me to believe, like, is that the way the witness comes to you or projects itself to you, like, as yourself or as, like, a mirror or just, like, one aspect? I don't know. Because, I mean, we've only seen it appear to us once. And then we had the one cut scene where it was. Where it was a bunch of heads. Right. Like, we were a disembodied Mm -hmm. camera looking upon it. Right. So we don't know how it it appears to anybody else no so we don't know if it appears to rolk as another rolk type rolk type like i'm saying like it's a loop yeah i'm like i'm saying like it's some sort of fucking ghost type pokemon or something (laughs) brand type pokemon (laughs) he's got no kick powers they send out eradicate i must use my lubre type my oh, rolled type. It just it does stomp. <laughs> Low kick. <laughs> Low kick. All its attacks sound like daddy. Oh god. Daddy. Daddy. Um, I just look at it from the fact of like Rolk has done some bad things, but he could still redeem himself. Mm-hmm. And again, like I I know it's idealistic. Right. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Well, we have more to see. We know how this ends, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean. We we do. Yeah, I don't I don't think he can be redeemed. (laughs) Redemption at zero. (laughs) You want to read the next one? Yeah. Okay. And this is tainted. Your father. He feared your anger, feared you. Because he knew what I could become. He knew what burdens flowed through my veins. He too felt them, lived them. I am a boy. My father skewers three stalkers in front of me. His eyes are crimson. His sharpened teeth bared as he moves to bite their heads off. 
For a time, my father embodied what I felt inside. I looked up to him, believed I could confide in him. He felt a bloodlust and he despised the regime. But as they did with me, the others began to see him as a liability. So he softened and softened until, in my opinion, he degraded to the Lebrayan equivalent of a fetid rot. And so you treated him as such. I stare into the face of my father, his severed, shattered head held in my hand, dripping with what once stayed within. A consequence of weakness, his own. In search of my father, I reach the final hiding place of my clan, devoid of active life, as were the rest, but filled with tokens, trinkets, heirlooms. They left in a hurry all who remained, and I know where desperation takes them. The same place it took me, the abyss. more just conversation between them like the witness is pointing out the fact of you know Rolf was consumed by his anger and his father feared him for it yeah he got so frustrated with his dad mm -hmm. and I know that he did I mean I still remember the very first uh, reading where you know his dad being a real piece of shit is just like see these people being killed and how I'm not gonna allow you to help them and you and I'm not gonna help them but they're dead now like this is what happens to like our people we can't do anything about it so we should just join the bad people right <laughs> and like who the fuck does that like his dad sucks so i'm ugh. no argument not there. that i'm like celebrating the fact that he killed his dad because that's shitty but like i get it i understand <laughs> i i don't condone like, it i understand it i, I condone it yeah, I don't condone it, but like I understand I get it. But then your dad was just like, oh, you got caught because you were bad at being a rebel. So you turned into so we turned you into a Mandalorian bounty hunter. And then you decided that you were like that I was just like a really bad bounty hunter, so you killed me. <laughs> like what is this? Pretty much. Like, I just uh, like the guys like you know what if I'm going to do a job I'm going to do I'm going to be really good at it and my dad was just really shitty at everything he did so I killed him my god <laughs> this fucking thing so I became just... a bounty hunter and the first hit I had was my father I paid myself of course <laughs> of course yeah it's like the opposite of like Boba Fett's story <laughs> Right. It's not like you killed my dad. It's like I killed my dad. Fuck that guy. <laughs> it's like what up? Me said now. You want me to kill your dad? No, no, no. I got this myself. I got this. 
I'm not going to go after like the guy who killed him. I did it. <laughs> Crouches in front of a grave. <laughs> I'm going to go after the guy who did it. That guy's me. <laughs> that guy is me. I did it. West Coast sign. <laughs> Making my own memes. Let's just <laughs> like the fuck is this? It's just, like Rolk has gotten to the point where he's like he's so intense that he's almost become cringe. <laughs> like, right. The fact that I'm laughing about him holding his severed, shattered head in his hand, dripping with once stayed within. Like, please. You can say that, right. like, his head was super bloody and I held it in my hand. Like, this is purple prose. Period. I'm over it. We're, what is this? Seven in to the 10? Yeah. Almost, I'm calling it purple prose. Cutting it that's, off. That's totally. That's that's fair. Purple prose. And it's not even like Mara Senna levels of purple prose. It's no. purple prose in a weird way. It's like it's totally like metal types of purple prose. It's edgelord. It's edgelord purple prose. Fucking Christ, <laughs> it is. It's edgelord. <laughs> I held his skull, his bleeding skull in my hand. Like, yeah. Oh, such a fucking edgelord about it. Like it. Please. No, that's, that's exactly it. God, can I get you more eyeliner? Christ, get your jammies on and get in the back of the station wagon. We're going to Target so you can get more makeup. Fuck. And maybe a Fallout Boy CD. <laughs> Fallout Boys. That's the most edgelord thing you can think of. <laughs> Fallout Boys. <laughs> I would have said Metallica, but I like Metallica. <laughs> anyway, I can't think of any Edge Lord CDs, honestly. Like, I don't know. Okay, that's so funny. I can't. Thank God. Okay. Do you want to read the next one before we get to Edge Lordy? Sure. I think this one's all me. It is. Cool. I'm going to read the next one. <laughs> it's called Assaulted. Assaulted. Okay. What about Pepper? Pepper's not invited. Pepper's too Edge Lord. So you got salt. I'm not going to go. Pepper. It's a Destiny community. Of course I have salt. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. It's, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. The abyss. The artificial crack in Lubre. Separating the desired from the undesired. A crevice devoid of all but a strand of concrete to connect the halves. There, amongst the brush that conceals those approaching, I find them. Trembling, unsure of what would come next, regardless of encouragement from father. He seeks to ferry them into the city of Lubre unnoticed, through the tunnels below. How he plans this, I do not know but I do not intend to find out. My emergence from the deep forest was not unexpected, or so my father claims. 
mother is here. Clan mother is too. I do not see many other familiar faces. They have been worn down, eaten, broken, in search of a forever home. I must give it to them. I must. But they plead. They reminisce. They appeal. They claim to love, to care. Mother brushes my arm, touch designed to evoke my inner goodness, one I am supposed to have forgotten. She apologizes for my exile. Then father apologizes for everything, for the furious example he set, for earlier in action. He wants to do right. He wants our clan to live a comfortable life. I see sadness. I see truth. I see regret. Perhaps this is the way. Perhaps my time with the regime has clouded my judgment. And perhaps my tumble into this abyssal chasm is the result of my own overwhelming catharsis. Or perhaps it is the cost of naivete. Their faces grow smaller as I plunge deeper, but I can still make out their expressions. No longer do any of them, the adults, the children, no longer do they show regret or pain or sorrow. Their faces show relief. So he's down in the abyss and he's having these hallucinations of people. Yeah. It's it's almost like being kept in a dark room for a couple days. Uh-huh. And your mind does things to try and and break the darkness rather than you know accept it so like you start hallucinating. Mhm. Mhm. Like he's seeing dead people. Like, is he though? Well, like it's it's more of like he's hallucinating them. Right. Because we know his father's dead. I mean, this is all a memory. But I mean, is this a memory from before? Before before? Well, I mean, it's it's coming after, you know, his father's severed head. This is true. So, like, there was mentions of, you know, them father apologizes for everything, for the furious example he set. Like, yeah, it's, it's not even that he's seeing the actual, like, dead person. It's more like he's seeing the dead person as a representation of his own mind. And that representation is accepting Rolk. Like, you know, it, like it said there. You know, his father apologized for everything. For the example he set for in action, you know, he wants to do right. He wants our clan to live a comfortable life. That wasn't his father, though. Like, everything right. we saw about his father was the complete opposite. I don't know enough about the raid itself. Oh, like, none of this comes up in the raid. Okay. Like, is there a location in it that is called the Abyss? Uh, 
I th- if I remember correctly, it's the third encounter. Okay. The one where there's like every single relic the guardian has ever touched. Hmm. Because the only place called the Enduring Abyss, the Enduring Abyss, that we know about, that I am familiar with lately, is um, the Lunar Pyramid. I think that just happens to be like coincidence and not like intended. But that's that's the only thing I could think of. Uh, the actual encounter is called Exhibition. Yeah, I don't think there's any connection. Yeah, I don't think there is either, but that's where um, the Enduring Abyss is, if you remember in Shadowkeep, um, is where you go if you are going to go into the pyramid on the moon. Yep. That's where you jump off to go into the, the air bridge. Air bridge? Yeah. Okay. That's that location. It's called the Enduring Abyss. The section I was thinking of is called the Upended. The Upended? Yes. Oh. That that was the section I was thinking of. So I was I was wrong. No, okay. But this is apparently just a crack in Lubre in the planet, which separates the desired from the undesired. I'm assuming this is the bridge. That was like, remember at the very beginning, it was like, let's go to the bridge and watch this thing happen. You know? Yeah. So the abyss must be the what the bridge goes over for like all of the the haves live in the city where the traveler lives over them must be on one side of the abyss. And then on the other side of the crack where the bridge is, they live where you know, on the other side of the of the city. I can totally see that. Wrong side of the tracks. I mean, we kind of yeah. knew that already. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I mean, it has a name now. Now we know. Can you imagine like living in the abyss? God, no. I'm like picturing like a Grand Canyon ish type just thing. Dark. But it's just dark. Yeah. Yeah. It is a dark ass crack. Yeah. Dark ass crack. <laughs> Lol. I mean, wipe. <laughs> <laughs> Delete that. <laughs> nope. I hate you. I know you don't. Yeah, you do. Fuck. And perhaps my tumble into this abyssal chasm is the result of my own overwhelming catharsis. So maybe he really did just fall in and is hallucinating. I mean, I know nothing about this. This is that's that's my best guess. Maybe you're right. Like, I'm I'm cool. That's it. This is just me trying to piece things together. Yeah. So, like, we may be and he's trying. We may be completely wrong. I have no idea. This is what happens when you don't read ahead. (laughs) <laughs> and you know nothing about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. 
Yeah. I mean, just imagine like you're in the darkness and you're not eating or drinking and you're just like feeling your way through and you're hallucinating. It's wild. Right. Like there comes a point where you're just kind of like you start wondering whether he's all right or not. I mean, he's not. Obviously. All right. Let's read the next one and find out what happened. Sounds good to me. Okay. This is lamented. I should have died. And yet, it was there in the darkness of the abyss that you became truly alive. I lie amongst swamp and rock and ruin. The abyss is not unending after all. The wrathful sounds of unchecked nature draw close. Down here, it is dark, and in the dark they thrive. I am broken. And now, you are unbroken. I am unbroken. I see your luster, disarming the beasts who dared to approach their flesh melting in your presence. And we see yours. I rise, broken and then unbroken. What is this thing that grants life? We are opportunity. And I am? Ruin. And what am I meant to do? Ruin. Your voice subsides, but your luster remains. It is a familiar one, like that of our umbral sun. Relic's bane lies nearby, broken in two. You mend it with your luster. It is whole again, even more so than before, as if imbued with the wrath of vengeful gods. Miles above, I see the axis that sits between our bright city of Lubre and our shadowed wildlands. By now, my clan must be inside the city. I pocket your luster, for I thrust my glaive into the sheer wall that separates me from my vengeance. I lift myself with one hand gripping the slate. Then another thrust of the glaive, raising me ever closer towards my goal. No more chances. No more wavering. No more weakness. The last little bit kind of seems sexual. Um. <laughs> this, uh, ooh, right? Um, at uh-huh. this point, Rolk is being infatuated with the witness. You know, I see your luster disarming the beasts who dared to approach their flesh melting in your presence. Uh, And then, you know, your voice subsides, but your luster remains. It is a familiar one, like that of our umbral sun. Like, he's becoming infatuated. Almost to the point of, like, religious fanaticism. I like... The quiet ruin parts from the witness. <laughs> yeah. Um, because th- it's like a prompt 
that the witness gives because the witness is like, we're opportunity ruin ruin. It's like, this is what we want you to do, but we're also just ruin. So we know now that he, uh, he was at his very bottom dying almost. It's like he died and came back to life. But instead of becoming a guardian, he became like a guardian for the darkness. Yeah. Essentially. But we don't know if he died. I should have died. I, I, I don't know if he did or not. Like, did he die and become reborn? Right. That's the thing, though. Or like, at, at this point, like, I'm also looking back at um, the gardener and the winnower. I'm looking at the fact that the winnower is either it is the witness or it's the witness's boss. So, like, I don't think that they would have revived Rolk. They would have found him right before he died and given him the strength to survive. But I don't think they would have revived him. See, I've had a problem with people assigning like the gardener and the winnower for a long time. And they're people are so sure they're like defending the fact that like the darkness is the winnower. And I'm like, the darkness is a tool. It is like the, the tool isn't a winnower. I still think that like the pyramid ships are like some sort of pilot fish and are not the actual thing. Yeah. And the actual thing will come after Lightfall. And it, or come after the end of the traveler and whatever. And that's why I I prefaced it by saying, you know, it, it's it's boss yeah. or whatever else. Like maybe we'll never know. Right. Because honestly, it's just like a really shitty metaphor. <laughs> So it is like, I don't think it's meant to be like truly understood because I don't think they really understood what they were saying when they wrote it. Probably. Because the people I think who wrote it, like don't even work there anymore and didn't have like the full idea of what the end game was. That very well could be. I don't know. It's, it's the problem with like people doing a lot of, like changing a lot of past lore to make it fit like current lore, which is good. Like, sure, please do that. But like, don't then come back and be like, oh, it's like this, this old lore is definitely true. Like, it's, uh, you know what? It's just a story. Who cares? Like, says the person who does podcasts about <laughs> it. Like, well, and, and it's just a story. Who cares? Enjoy it, please. Well, and, and it's all up for interpretation. <laughs> and the fun is in the yeah. interpretation. Exactly. Like, it's, this is just our interpretation. Like, don't get your panties in a knot over it. My God. Right. Like, we're not definitive end-all, be-all answers. No. And if someone, if someone ever tells you that they definitely have the answer for something, unless they themselves wrote it, don't fucking listen to them. <laughs> like. Damn right. <laughs> Or unless they're like, I have talked to the person who wrote it and this is what they said. <laughs> like, literally. Especially when it comes to, like, that particular lore book. Yeah. And and a lot of that is because that lore book is so... Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I know you, you were going to say something, like, way nicer. I was. Yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I, I wouldn't <laughs> expect you to pull punches. I don't. I don't. Um, I just do nut kicks. It's all nut <laughs> kicks, like straight to Kmart. It's just like. God. But anywho. um, No, like I, I see Rolk is looking at the words from the witness or the voice from the witness. And he's becoming essentially like a, a, a religious fanatical person. Like he's he's diving in and he's like you know i pocket your luster before i thrust my glaive into the sheer wall that separates me from my vengeance it, it's almost like hearing those few small lines gave him new purpose i don't quite know what he's doing here in the middle of the memory like they're attacking the city they must be the clan must be attacking the city here at the bottom. Uh, miles above, I see the axis that sits between our bright city of Lubre and our shadowed wildlands. That's the bridge. By now, my clan must be inside the city. Uh, well, considering his clan was the people living on the outside, that would mean that they're raiding the city. Interesting. Either that or they're being brought in for charges of living outside the city. I think they must be attacking the city. Because he's just like straight up climbing up the side of the wall. <laughs> like hardcore climbing up the wall. Right. Just like using the glaive as a climbing axe. Hardcore parkour. <laughs> this guy is hardcore parkour. <laughs> uh, Rolf is just doing REI shit. <laughs> like He's just like an outdoors. Com he's he's one step away from like wearing khakis and doing an outdoors commercial. <laughs> like, You're probably not wrong. I'm not like he's just like just doing like free climbing on a sheer rock face with like, you know, I can picture just like some sort of drone, like doing a sweeping movement around him. Like a sweeping camera angle with like some sort of like like thumpity thump thump music. <laughs> thumpity thump thump music. Yeah, some sort of like Rolk music. And he's climbing around like looking at, you know, as he climbs out of like the fucking, you know, hell pit that he's climbing out of. <laughs> and then it's like, REI, bite your clothes here. <laughs> <laughs> do not hire me to do your commercials I would be bad at it <laughs> I mean I'm not hiring you for my commercials that's for sure no um, REI should definitely hire me though okay let's go to the next <laughs> one <laughs> and I believe this is our final entry this is our last one this is liberated I know what happened next I do not need to see it again. I've rend mother's flesh. Do you not hear me? I remove father's head from his neck. This is madness. None escape my wrath. Not even the little ones. Not even civilians. The city watches in horror. They know what I am. 
This must stop. Their faces inform only of relief. Stop. Their faces inform only of relief. I command you. Their faces inform only of relief. Ah! The Sephiric Sun implodes. Please! Lubre is cracking. Lubre is shattering. Lubre is upending. What have I done? I can't! Your luster. My glaive. Relive it. No! They've turned against me. My regime. They've perished by my hand. My clan. They call me a monster. They put me in a cage. They seek my execution. But your luster. I see it, even though they took you from me. You guide my hand. You free me of these chains. You find me again. You return to me, my glaive. No longer relics, Bane, serving only one final purpose, Lubre's ruin. A shattered sky, a planet convulsing, our existence upended. Their folly was their intended salvation, siphoning light from the sephiric sun itself. I use your luster. Turn their technology against them like a backfired pistol. After serving them, protecting them, fighting for them, suffering for them, a shattered sky, a planet convulsing, tearing apart. One Lubrean remains, me, but not for long. What have I done? I stare into the abyss. It has opened, truly opened this time to show me what lies beneath death. I drop your luster. I drop Lubre's ruin. I let myself fall in and then I, I, and then I am here with you, my witness. And what do you feel now? Devoid of family, devoid of the regime, devoid of Lubre. What do you feel here in our embrace now that they are gone and you are left? Rolk opens his eyes, crawls forth through the blackened solution that engulfed him all this time, emerges from the wall of obsidian-like miasma to find his luster, to find Lubre's ruin. Taking them, he rises to his feet. What do you feel, my child? Relief. 
that got dark. <laughs> that was really intense. <laughs> like we literally see his his world ending. You know, a shattered sky, a planet convulsing, our existence upended. We see Lubre end. That that is just intense. So him ending his entire planet I think he was pushed to it by the witness and it wasn't definitely not his idea. Right. Like, I feel like he was like under a sort of spell. Or like he describes it like a miasma. Well, like, yeah, it's. It it was like brain fog. I feel like he's still in the brain fog or a different kind of brain fog now. And see, I, I don't think. I don't think it was like a full on like, oh, I was outside of my body. I had no clue what was going on. I think it was more of like certain aspects of him were suppressed, allowing mm-hmm. pure anger and rage to fester and develop. And then by the time he had full brain fog, it was literally just the end of the world it's him ending the world is so intense and his feelings of reliving it is like peeling that last layer back and like touching absolutely like raw nerves yeah i don't know if you've like really truly injured yourself before um like that or like had like a or like had like a broken bone with like the bone exposed um or i don't know just gone through something like super super painful like physically painful and like they couldn't really do anything for you yeah um until they finally could and you just had to like fucking endure it to the point where you're like biting down on something (laughs) Like, it's the goddamn 1800s. (laughs) But, like, that's just the kind of pain I feel like he's going through. Yeah. I I can totally see that. Yeah. God. It was just that that last entry is just really intense. Yeah, it really is. That being said, did you like the book? (gasps) Yes, I did. Um, I know diddly shit about the raid because I've only done it once. Um, it's visually really bad for me, so I can't do it. Um, so being able to experience it like through uh, this is really neat and kind of discovering like the like hidden past, I guess, of Rolk and kind of like the almost kind of like the hidden past and how the witness works is also really neat, especially since the witness um, did some like fuckery do with callus that we don't know about <laughs> some fuckery do. Well, I don't know. I mean, like callus goes through a portal where Mars used to be like plant, like the witness can just like make planets like fucking disappear and reappear. Yeah. He's got some like magic shit that we do not know about. 
And during Captain's Log, like we know Callus just disappears, like reappears during some shit. Season of the Haunted. Season of the Haunted. Callus is lost his fucking mind when he came back. All sorts of stuff has happened since then. And we know the witness is involved. We the only thing we had going before that was Chronicon and it was bonkers but like putting all of those things together now we're getting like a better idea of how all of that is working it's crazy so i like it as like another leaf in the whole idea of where the witness fits into everything because destiny is a place and i like that i love stories where we are not involved and it's not the usual suspects yeah Mm mm-hmm like it's i i agree with you on that on a lot of that it so it it was fun to see kind of essentially the mara senna for rolk you know it it was literally his backstory and i i like when when they do that right when they've dove into just a single character and given the backstory for them usually bungie does it right yeah, I I can't really think of a single time that they they haven't. But it was just I enjoyed it. Like the the book is very intense and I I will caution readers if if they want to read it, like get ready for it. But it's still a fun read. So, Orchid. Shout outs? Yes. I have a shout out. So the Japanese Grand Prix was this weekend and my favorite driver, Max Verstappen, won another controversial question mark, World Drivers Championship. So this is his second one and it was in a row from last year's. I'm very proud of him. So go Max, hooray. Um, He is a driver for Red Bull Racing. Um, Yay, F1. (laughs) I know people are like, I don't care about your weird sport where they drive cars. I do. I care about that. So, yay. Um, It was a weird race because it was rained out for like two hours and they didn't know what to do with television. And all the drivers were like out of their cars and like on their phones. And it was like the visibility was so bad. There was um, after people went out in like the first lap when they started the race, I think three people crashed out. They put a tractor to pull one of the cars off of the racetrack like immediately. And there were still cars on the track. And they did this last time it had rained really badly at this track at Suzuka uh, in 2014. And Jules Bianchi died. And so this was a really big deal. And that was the last like really big death that happened like in a car recently. And so people in like the F1 world are very furious that they did this again at the same track, like under the same circumstances. And the FIA are all like, oh, no, it's totally the driver's fault. And we're all like, are you kidding me? (laughs) What? (laughs) No, it's not. It's your fault. It's your fault. You guys are in charge. It's your fault. So, um, yeah, um, congratulations, Max. You did it. Hooray. Also, they had a duck. On there, they were filming Duck. 
a duck swimming. F1 TV is wild. So they had a duck. Yeah, they were filming like the wildlife because the TV crew did not know know like what else to do for two hours. So there was like a duck swimming, and then they did like the duck replay of like the duck <laughs> swimming. And they were talking about like, man, look at that duck. Wow. <laughs> like the speed on that duck. <laughs> I'm like, this is quality television. This is why I pay like $80 a year to watch it. <laughs> wow. Worth it. It's worth my $80 a year. So, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> totally worth it. What about you? Uh, shout out to my girlfriend. Um, today her and I went to build a bear and we, uh, made a, a couple fun stuffies. So like, I'm, I'm going to be taking a picture or two of them and post them in, um, in lore hub. Okay. Well, uh, we can also put them on Twitter, yep. but I should do a special shout out for Rindle. Our last episode is like the most ambitious episode we've ever put out, which is why it was super late. Um, yeah. But he stayed up super late every single night to get that done because I'm insane and was like, I want to do these things. And he's like, OK, I can do that. <laughs> he and I he enables me and I enable him. So thank you, Rindle. You're very special to me. And I'm sorry we can't pay him more, Elemist. What? As in more than zero dollars. We gave him enough to eat this month. Zero dollars? We need to give him more than that. <laughs> He's going to die. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'll send him a fiber. Oh my god, more than that, please. <laughs> special thanks. Please do the special thanks. So yeah, this is the part of the episode we like to give special thanks. The audio for this episode was produced by Rindel Zivas. You can find him on Twitter at Rindel Zivas. The artwork for this episode is courtesy of at B on Twitter. The music in this episode is copyright Bungie. We're able to use it under the fair use policy because they love their content creators. If you'd like to dive into Destiny lore on your own, visit ishtar-collective.net. They're the resource we use to make our show notes. Thank you, Baxter. Thank you, Baxter. And final reminders. You can find us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore, at heyitsorchid, or at i underscore am underscore elemist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a five-star review wherever you find the podcast. Uh, you could jump into our Discord. The invite is down in the episode description, but if you want to type it out, it's discord.gg slash lorehub. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps, and we greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for your generosity, and I hope you check out Ko-Fi. We have a bunch of new things set up for people who want to become like monthly supporters. You don't have to support with much. I think $3 is like the lowest about. Um, you get special cool stuff in Discord. We have a new one set up where you can listen to us record while we're doing it. You cannot talk, but you can listen to us record live. So go look at that. You get a cool new color 
a little icon next to your name if you support us too. Um, so go look at our Ko-Fi. Um, please support the podcast. It really helps us. So we can give Rindle money for doing cool things with our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We want to pay him. Like he, he... So give us money so we can pay him. Like he really is. That's what we want to do. He's amazing. He is <laughs> Thank amazing. You. And, and we don't pay him enough also let us know like what kinds of things that you want to do like i want to like make little thank you gifts for you guys too so let us know um all feedback is good so send us dms on twitter um i'm the one who runs the twitter account so when you're talking to us you're talking to me so usually i do share it with the guys though they they see it yep so mm-hmm. they see all your dms it's not just me talking to you, it's also them. I'm just the one that has the account on my phone. It's, it's more like she so. screenshots it and then posts it, and we're like, oh, this is how you respond. And she's like, okay, cool. Uh-huh, that's usually how it goes, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to say goodbye. 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 Bum, bum, bum. Otters. <laughs> goodbye. Have a good night. Take care. Thank you.